Martha, I'm going to be bad. I'm going to tell him. Martha and I had a conversation just a little while ago. No. We had a conversation just a little while ago. All right. And she said, Mike, she said, I do the music and I love doing it. And there are times I just want to ask people, this song I just played gave me chills. Did it give you chills too? Okay. Not just the words, the music. It gave me chills. And the way the music is played. Well, it's the arranger that did this. No. And I'm doing what the arranger did. I'm the middle man. I know. <laughs> I just got my hand smacked. <laughs> the angel at the keyboard. There you go. Anyway, now, shall you do the birthday or shall I? I don't know. Happy birthday, Linda. Happy birthday, Linda. Day to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Lord bless you. Happy birthday to you. And Okay, I'll shut up now, Lisa. Leslie. It's okay, Mike. It. You, you remembered. You only asked me to do the birthday if you forgot. So well, it's all right. It was an accident. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well today on this beautiful, bright, sunny day. It's actually supposed to be pretty nice out, too. A couple of announcements on the upcoming events list. Uh, for today, Generosity Sunday is listed. We actually did that last weekend, so we're going to scratch that one off the list. Also, Thursday, it says no Zumba this week. She is out of town. However, I just went to the Zumba for the first time on Thursday this past week, which was awesome. Uh, doesn't feel like you're actually working out when you're just doing dance. Um, so it was a lot of fun. If you haven't tried it and you really want to, this Thursday she's going to be doing a live stream so you can try it from your home. Uh, then that way you can see if it's something that you might like. So it's free, no charge. Just go on to the Facebook page. I believe she's going to post it on the Clinton Communications page. And you can just click on the video and watch it on Facebook. So if you want to try it, if you've thought about trying it, definitely this is the week to do it. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Also next weekend, just a reminder, we do have the Easter egg hunt after church for the kids. Uh, the In the narthex, I'm not sure if you saw when you came in, but we do have a lot of yarn. So feel free that is available for anybody to take if you want some yarn. Also, Sheila has an announcement. As most of you know, we had a quilt show here last year. The Friendship Stars Quilt Guild that now rents the use of the church is sponsoring the quilt show this year, which will be in April 21st and 22nd. Diana Quigg and I have been busy upstairs reorganizing our sewing area, and we have a lot of stuff up there that we would like to see the church put up a table during the quilt guild I mean, during the quilt show, and hopefully um, sell some products. It's stuff that we probably won't use to make quilts, but it's something that might bring value for the church. So next week, I'll have a sign-up sheet. If we could get some ladies or men from the church who will man the booth during the quilt show, that would be awesome. And then whatever profits come in, that goes to the church. So think about whether you're available that day to help us out. Good morning, everybody. I just want to make a quick announcement. We are going to start doing some outreach 
programs here this year. And I'm gonna start one uh, with contacting and making a team up for our shut-ins, um, those that are sick, um, and if you would like to be on our team, we like a team of six people. Martha and I are uh, going to be working with the team. Please come to me or Martha and sign up. Most of it will be working from your home, sending out cards, maybe making phone calls. So if you're interested in doing that, please give us a shout out and we would love to have you join our team. Probably won't start until after Easter. And again, um, next Sunday, Palm Sunday, we would like the children to be involved with that. And then, yes, during coffee hour, we will have our Easter egg hunt. Thank you. Uh, what, whoa, one more, Todd, please. Sorry. Um, I just want to remind everyone, it's in the bulletin for the breakfast on Easter Sunday. Uh, if we do have a sign-up. I know many people have already signed up, but if you have extra people or whatnot, just let us know so we have a, at least a rough estimate. If you don't put your name on, you are still more than welcome. And if you wish to bring anything, please just let me know. And I'm making this announcement today because I am going to be gone next week, uh, so I won't be able to make the, the announcement the week before Easter. Uh, but please... You are all welcome, and you know what? It's also a wonderful time that if you know somebody who might want to go to church and has been waffling, they can get a breakfast and come to church. Are there any other announcements? All right, let's start after, our after church. Oh, yes, no, there is. After one church, more. anyone that's the disciple, uh, meet in the gym, and then Martha and I, are going to be measuring you for disciple ropes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so. Anyone else? All right, let's begin our worship. If you would please stand and join me in our call to worship. Let us realize that God, God lays, lays no great burden, burden upon us. He wants us to remember him from time to time. He wants us to praise him a little. Sometimes he wants us to pray for his grace. Sometimes he wants us to offer him our sorrows. Sometimes he wants us to offer him thanks for the good stuff that he has given us. He still gives us good stuff even in the middle of our troubles. God asks us to console ourselves with him. Now that is what we will do. Oh, we have an introit. No, that's okay. Please remain standing for our first hymn found on page 117, O God, Our Help in Ages Past.
And before you take a seat, if you could turn to your neighbor and greet them with a smile. so much for being as flexible as you are. Rock on, Martha. Get that. Oh, isn't it great when prayers get answered? Hey. Morning. Peace be with you. I don't... How are you doing? Yeah? Good. Okay. Yes, sir. Before we go on to the next, okay, one of the things that happened at Mike's Coffee this morning was we were talking about experiencing the presence of Jesus, okay? And Jesus shows up, okay? Jesus shows up. Jesus is here, okay? And as I've, I, I said to the folk at Coffee with Mike, you know, there are some Sunday mornings I struggle because I say, okay, if Jesus is really here, where's the crowd? Because wherever Jesus was, there was a crowd. Unless he was hiding. And even then, people found him. Okay? And I want you to hear this. Thank you for showing up. Okay? Thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing what you do. You're welcome. We, it's been quite the week. Um, lots of things going on, some of them good, some of them not so good, all right? And, um, you, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really great when we're able to say a prayer got answered. <laughs> Amen, okay? There are those that we love that are struggling. There are those of us who are like me. You notice I got this little tissue? Okay. You know that the, did you know that the temperature went above 40 degrees yesterday? Yeah. You know what happens when the temperature goes above 40 degrees? Uh, the pollen comes back. The the algae and the fungi pollinate, okay? And there are a number of us who, who are celebrating the arrival of the pollen. Um, there's so much going on around the world, okay? Um, Sadly, what often happens is we end up focusing on the trouble spots, things that generally help us feel like everything's out of control, which isn't true. Only some things are out of control. Um, and we forget, all right, that there are places where God is at work, including here. including here. Okay? Did I tell you that, that my wife, who was already bionic, is bioniker? Okay? And she's doing well. Continue to keep her, and especially me, in your prayers. What? Bill? We're getting ready for Holy Week. 
Holy Week is the week that everything changed. You're going to hear me say that repeatedly in the days ahead. Holy Week has become less important to us. Okay? Which is sad. Because Holy Week literally changed everything. Do you know the basic reason that you're here this morning? You like to be here, okay? But the main reason is because of what happened Holy Week. What happened Holy Week. The whole world changed. So often we think that we're unimportant and what we do is not important. Think about a carpenter from Galilee who went up to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover and it changed the world. Let us pray. Blessed Jesus, simply thank you. That trip 2,000 years ago was so rich and spilled over in so many ways that we can't describe it. Some of it wasn't the best. You ended up suffering outrageously. However, your suffering, O oh Lord, was totally overshadowed by God's love on Resurrection Day. We get together on Sunday mornings to celebrate your resurrection. Too often we forget that. You are risen. You are risen indeed. Because you are risen and with us, we can come to you and bring, O oh Lord, all of our joys, all of our sorrows, all of our successes, all of our failures. And in bringing them to you, we know you understand we know that you love enough that you will change our lives and this entire world for the better. You will not let this world slip through your fingers. You will make this world the kingdom of God. It is for that kingdom we pray every time we lift our voices together in the words you taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Could we take a moment to listen to God in silence? For God speaks in turn during prayer. Amen.
Please join me in our prayer. Lord Jesus, let us be with you wherever you are crucified today. Let us be with you wherever the will of humankind crosses the will of God. Being both God and human, you stretched out on the cross of God's purpose and our rebellion. There, let us find you, racked on the cross. There, let us be with you and share your pain. And there, let us bring about with you redemption. It is what you have done and are continuing to do in your passion. Amen. And please stand as we sing the Gloria. Thank you. You may be seated. clap you can say amen you can do anything but just sit there okay would the children come please such good children. You come and you sit in chairs and you make me nuts. Hi, how are you? 
There's one more. Do you know, do you know who that is? Oh, that's your brother. Okay. See, I have this thing about sitting on the floor. I know big people aren't supposed to do that. Big people are supposed to be big, and they're supposed to loom over you, so you have to look up. Most big people forget what that's like. Yes? She does. Mom has a new piano. <laughs> I'm familiar with that feeling. <laughs> I brought something to show you today. And the big people are not going to appreciate this, okay? You know, I've been able to do some traveling around the world, okay? And you have homework, okay? Your homework is to find out where Belize is, okay? It's not a big place. It's kind of hard to find. Okay? Even, even the big people don't know where it is. Uh-oh. Been there? All right. Okay. So now you know, when we're done today, when church is over, ask Mr. Todd where Belize is. Okay? Now, one of the things that, that as we've traveled, I found is that children have toys. And the toys aren't just toys. They can be instruments, too. All right? Now, you know what this is? It's an instrument. It's a piece of bamboo. You know what bamboo is? You've seen bamboo on television, the internet, maybe talked about it at school? Yeah. Okay. We have, people, we have people here who know how bamboo gets used here. Okay. It gets used to build houses here. All right. That's comp you know that that's comparatively new. Not all big people know that you use bamboo to build houses. But I'm a big person. I don't play real good. Okay? But what's important is I met people that this takes the place of a whole, you know what a drum set is? You see bands play? This takes the place of a whole bum band, uh, drum set. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. Just a piece of wood. Just a piece of wood. It makes music. It helps make music. 
Yeah, he has wood. And he makes things out of it too, doesn't he? Yeah. Now, what do you have in your life that you can make into a toy? Mm -hmm. Wood. That's one of the things. Okay, plastic. Okay. What, yeah? Oh, rubber. Can you turn them into an instrument? Uh-huh. Metal. Okay. Can you turn it into an instrument? Olivia, yeah? One more time. Boxes. Ooh. Yes. Metal. Okay. You got it. All right. Now, your parents are not going to love me because I'm telling you this stuff. Okay? But find things that you can make toys with and make music with. Okay? And did you notice what I did when I made music? I reminded of something important. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. When you make music, remember Jesus loves you. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you love us. Thank you that you've made us so that we can make music, so that we can play. Thank you, O oh Lord, that you fill our lives with so much good. Help us to fill each other's lives with good. Hear our prayer. Amen. Thank you for coming. I think that there's some goodies for you. Oops. I was supposed to talk to you about two apostles this morning. I was supposed to talk to you about Simeon and Judas. And I, apo I apologize to Miss Linda because I forgot again. The joy of old person behavior. Dave, I found out why it's harder for me to, to get up. I regained the 50 pounds I lost. <laughs> So, if you, if you experience me refusing treats and living on fruit and vegetables, okay, the doctor weighed me in at 255 pounds. I got to get back to 200. Pray for me. Pray for my wife. Pardon? Really pray for Susie.
Amen. God, you give us gifts. You give us gifts and you expect something that we don't realize. You give us gifts and you don't expect us to keep them. You expect us to give them to others so that they will be blessed as well. Oh Lord, take our gifts. You have blessed us so much. And, O oh Lord, bless others through these gifts. Hear our prayer. Amen. The hymn of preparation for this morning is number 452. Thank you. Beautifully sung. You may be seated. The scripture focus for this morning is John chapter 11, verse 6. And once again, I will encourage you to read the rest of the story, the rest of the chapter. Did I get that? I, I can't read my own writing. It's verse 16. Thomas, who was called the twin, 
said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This will probably sound strange, but I want to ask you a question. Have you ever gone to Jerusalem with Jesus? This is about more than if you know the story. This is about more than if you ever read all that the Gospels have to say about it. This is about more than taking a trip to the Holy Land. Have you ever gone to Jerusalem with Jesus? Going to Jerusalem with Jesus is a trip that we make with more than just our bodies. It's a journey we make with our heads. It's a journey we make with our hearts. It's a journey we make with our spirits. We make it with the help of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't an easy trip for the people who walked along with Jesus 2,000 years ago. It was a demanding trip. Okay. Life has changed in this country. All right? Do you know why so many Methodist churches are eight miles apart? And? Well, it's the riders. Circuit riders. With their horses. They travel by horse. Uh-huh. To get to their different churches. And eight miles was one day's journey. Did you hear that? It's because circuit riders rode horses, okay, and, and eight miles was one day's journey. How many of you live within eight miles of the church? <laughs> I know I don't. Okay. That trip that takes 20 minutes now, used to take two days. It was a physically hard trip. It was a dangerous trip. It was mentally hard. Jesus took people places they had never thought of before. It was a spiritually hard trip. It was grappling with evil in oneself and in others. If we go to Jerusalem with Jesus, it will not be an easy trip for us. It will be a demanding trip. It will be physically hard. It may prove dangerous. It will likely be mentally hard. Jesus may take us places and show us things we never thought before. It may be spiritually hard. We too will have to grapple with evil in ourselves and in others. It's a trip that started at the Jordan River. That's when Jesus went public. It started at the Jordan River. John baptized Jesus, and it went from there into the wilderness. There were 40 days without food. Jesus faced his worst ad adversary. Jesus made hard decisions that would determine the rest of his life. Then it moved to Lake Galilee. There it wandered into and between towns and villages. 
It went to worship places. It went to hillsides. It went to the lakeshore. Each of the Gospels adds details about the journey that Jesus made. It wasn't all miracles. It wasn't all friendly people. Some of it was just plain mean. We talk about how mean people are today. Okay. People back then didn't have guns. They had rocks. And they used them. There was lots of name calling. Some of what went on was murderous. Once people tried to throw Jesus off a cliff. Other times people tried to stone him. We forget Jesus mostly lived on the generosity of others. We know about how Jesus fed thousands. But somebody had to give him a loaf of bread and a fish before he could do anything. Sit with that one for a while. He ate mostly what other people gave him. He ate mostly where people invited him. One of the things I love about Jesus was he never turned down a dinner invitation. Woo! My kind of guy. And my weight shows it. <laughs> Other times he gleaned handfuls of grapes and grain as he walked through the fields. That was the way poor people survived in Jesus' day. He had no place of his own to lay his head. He was essentially homeless. When he slept indoors, it was because someone took him into their house. Otherwise, he slept on the ground. When Susie and I were in California, we saw quite a bit of that. There were days when he taught hour after hour. People wanted to hear the good news. An hour wasn't enough. Sorry about that, all of you that... I apologize to the roast already. It's already noon. Okay. An hour wasn't enough. People went with Jesus for days on end. They kept what he said in their memories, in their heads, and in their hearts. That's why we have the New Testament, people. There were people who tracked Jesus down. Some of them found him when he was hiding. They wanted to be healed of whatever diseases they had. They believed that if they could just touch him, they would be cured. Blind people yelled for him from the side of the road. Hey! I can tell from your faces, you don't like that yell. Set your nerves on edge. But people would do that for Jesus. Instead of being upset, Jesus would say, what do you want? What can I do for you? Lepers wanted his wonderful touch. And we forget, for Jesus to touch a leper meant that he could not go into any holy place, synagogue or temple. He could not eat 
a sacred meal. He could not celebrate Passover. The Day of Atonement. Any of those. People climbed trees to see him over the crowds around him. Can you imagine being underneath the tree? Jesus, hey man, I see you. Come on down. I'm going to your house. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> After many of those long days, Jesus spent many sleepless nights. Worry wasn't what robbed him of sleep. He didn't sleep because he prayed. There have been a couple of people in my life that I knew did not sleep well because they prayed all night. I can't claim to be one of them. My mother-in-law was one of them. I can't tell you how humbling it was to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and hear her praying for me. Jesus would go pray all night. More than a few times his friends and followers would look for him in the wee hours of the day and they would find him in some lonely place. He would be praying. He spent serious time with God. The people who went with Jesus mostly didn't understand him. They didn't get what he was about. And the closer they got to Jerusalem, the more confused they became. In Jerusalem, things went totally haywire. Jesus started off with a small parade. Then he clashed with the local honchos, the power people, and then he got arrested. Then he was executed. His body was put in a borrowed grave. His body disappeared, and suddenly his closest friends saw him alive again. Finally, he disappeared into the clouds from the Mount of Olives. And he said, don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger here. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. The focus scripture describes things around the time that Jesus' friend Lazarus died. The Gospel of John is the only one that gives these details. Jesus gets word that Lazarus is terribly sick. He puts off going to Lazarus for several days. Jesus' closest disciples think it is simple wisdom not to go. Jesus is a wanted man. The authorities are out to arrest him. Those closest to Jesus were very aware of what had happened to John. Jesus had been threatened with stoning just a short time before this. But suddenly Jesus says, okay, it's time. Well, yesterday you said it wasn't time. Well, it wasn't. Today it is. Okay. Today it is. My wife and I go around like that sometimes. One or more of the disciples tried to talk him out of going, and it doesn't work. Jesus is set to go to Bethany and then to Jerusalem. Thomas, the disciple, almost gets how dangerous Jesus' decision is, but for the wrong reasons. 
Thomas and the others don't get the picture from God's point of view. Thomas had a very human point of view of what would happen, and even that looked deadly. When Jesus decided to head for Bethany and then Jerusalem, Jesus said to the rest, let's go to, he's going to die, we'll die with him. What an offer. Hmm? Think about that for a minute. Would you ever consider going with a friend into danger and facing death? Thomas realized something of the danger, and he said, let's go too. He wasn't like some of our adolescents still today, okay? That This seems like a good idea. Let's do it. And everybody dies. A few drinks in the car. A little bit of drugs in the car. Everybody dies. In the days ahead, will we agree? Will we say to each other, let's go too? We are at the point where we are approaching the week that changed everything. It starts Palm Sunday. Will we take up our cross and follow Jesus? Will we, like Thomas, say to each other, let's go die with him? We can play it safe. We can hang back. We can focus on everything but the step-by-step journey that Jesus took to Jerusalem and the cross. We may see things that we'd never imagined we would see. Jesus stopped in Bethany. What happened? Guy'd been dead four days. Wasn't dead anymore. Hmm, come out. And Lazarus came out. Okay. On to Jerusalem. Next Sunday, okay, we'll celebrate the parade that welcomed Jesus into the city. Was everything all cheers? No. Yo, tell those fools to shut up. And Jesus' reply was, they shut up. The rocks will start yelling. We can let the Holy Spirit lead our minds and our hearts to go with Jesus to Jerusalem. We can go with him the whole way, not just to the cross. There are times when some of us feel like we're being crucified. Not just to the cross, but we can go to resurrection. We can go through the, to- through the moment at the tomb to that amazing moment when Jesus disappeared into the clouds with the promise, I'll be back. You know how Christians said hello and goodbye to each other for a hundred years after the resurrection. It was Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. You know what they believed? 
Jesus doesn't come back today, he'll come back tomorrow. Amen? Thank you. Our closing hymn for this morning is number 420. And if you're able, would you stand and join me? Please join me in our benediction. Dear, Dear Jesus, Jesus, as a, a hen covers her chicks with her wings to keep them safe in the night, cover us with the golden wings of your grace and protect us in the darkness of this world. Amen. Peace be with you.